Do you fear the zombie uprising? Are you prepared to survive what's coming? If you listen very carefully, you might just make it out alive. This is Zompocalypse Now. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hi, folks. I'm Tim Harvey. I'm Dustin. And, and I'm Mindy. The oh, intern we... without portfolio. Yes. <laughs> uh, you've probably heard Mindy's voice in some of our other podcasts, and you've seen her name as the writer of many an article on the website. And so uh, we are, of course, normally talking about the Walking Dead universe. Right. Welcome to Some Clips Now. And uh, Walking Dead ended. This last season finale was this uh, last weekend. And then we've got another week, uh, two or three weeks month. until it's a month, Preacher right? comes back. And, or is it, uh, yeah, Preacher, Preacher comes back. Four weeks. And in the meantime, we time. decided that we were going to talk about a show that we Who had knows? meant to talk about earlier, but had forgotten when Walking Dead was coming back because we're not very good with numbers or telling what day it is because Dustin has kids and I'm just old. And uh, Mindy wasn't here, so we don't have to worry about her excuse for this one. But uh, in any event, we meant to talk about uh, Santa, Clar Santa Clarita Diet. Back when it came out in the summer. Exactly. And we didn't. But now that we have a gap in our regular schedule, we decided that we were going to. It's like it's like that, um, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, the comedian who does the Hot Pockets joke. Oh, jeez. Oh. It's not Jeff Dunham. No, it's not Jeff Dunham. It's, uh, um... Anyway, so he does this whole thing about, like, like watching a movie, like, years after it mm -hmm. came out. He's like, well, who, who here has seen Seven? I saw Seven. It was six years ago. Well, I want to talk about it now. <laughs> so that's what we're doing. This is the I want to talk about it now, Santa Clarita. Although, oddly enough, because of the new viewing model that we all seem to have now with binge-watching... Many people may not have seen it because it's a Netflix-only show. Yeah. And if you are thinking of a Drew Barrymore show, because she's the, the star, of a sweet and cute, kind of quirky little comedy, <laughs> to some degree, you're very right. And to some degree, you're just <laughs> so wrong. Oh, uh, such a good show. I laughed so hard tonight. We watched three episodes tonight because they're only half an hour long. Right. And there are ten of them, so we have to kind of cram to get all of them in before. We're going to binge watch, mini binge watch this show. <laughs> a mini binge. And this has got one of the best casts I've seen in a while. This is just really, really fun. Uh, Timothy Oliphant. Yes. Who, if, if you're not familiar, if the name doesn't ring any bells right off the top of your head, he's a big genre guy. Uh, he, got, he was in The Crazies, which is a great uh, horror mm -hmm. movie. Uh, he was in Deadwood. Uh, he's been in uh, Live Free or Die Hard, and he plays really good, creepy bad guys and really good, stoic, sarcastic heroes. Right. I, except for, you know, he's done some comedy, and every time he comes to do comedy, he tends to play this character. Like, mm -hmm. okay, I guess <laughs> this is happening, because he was on The Office. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For several, during that whole right after Steve Carell left, where they kind of cycled through a bunch of different bosses. Mm -hmm. He was on there, but he wasn't a boss. He was, like, just another salesman, and he was really funny in that. And I think that that's kind of what got him 
this shot. I could see that. I could see that, yeah. So who wants to talk about what we're what the show is about? What's the show about, Mindy? It's your new. You're new. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Thanks. Me on the spot here. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, basically, you have your normal, typical Southern California, happy little 1.0 other kid family. Um, realtors, boring life, and yeah. wife goes and accidentally, somehow, we don't really know at this point, just gets sick. Gets sick and dies. And dies. No, no, no. <laughs> Getting sick is like saying um, there was a small incident on the Titanic. Okay. <laughs> yes, because I like the Nathan that Fillion. That was a lot of water. Yeah. Nathan Fillion like comes up. He has a cameo in the first episode, and it's like, you know, uh, she throws up in a uh, in a house they're showing, and then keels over, and then Nathan Fillion comes up to, he's another realtor, and he's like, that was a, a insane amount of vomit. That was an unprecedented amount of vomit. It was just like... <laughs> and the elephants start going, well, are you a doctor? Because I don't think you're qualified to yeah. make those kind of judgments. I think the best part, the best part about this show is going to be, see, because, okay, so she dies, and she comes back as an undead thing. What? Because they go to their neighbor. You don't want to say zombie. That's yeah, a bad term. Yes, it's that's negative. Yes, that's a negative term. Their neighbor Eric is kind of a creepy kid, and he, he is a standard issue teenage boy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's like we need a teenage boy, uh, sixteen, seventeen years old. Get me central casting, and that's <laughs> what he is. Right. He's got a crush. He's got a crush on on Abby, their daughter. Yeah. So open up the blister pack in the back. Yeah. Bang bang. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> the okay. Okay. No. No. Let's, uh, just you have you have to set the environment that these people exist in because this before it, any of the crazy even starts. Oh yeah, because it's like they it's already like, live in an insane world. It's like suburbia hell where everyone is really really nice and yet terrible. You want them all to die. Right. Horby. Now, and you said you were from there. <laughs> yes, this is where I lived before I moved out here. <laughs> so we'll talk about, wait a minute, why did you leave? Was there a zombie uprising? Out? No. No? No. Oh, okay. no. Right. Just, yeah, no. So on the left, <laughs> on the left side, they, they have a actual poli a police officer. Right. And on the right side, they have a sheriff's deputy. And if you know anything about California sheriff? law enforcement, there are very deputy. distinct differences between sheriffs and police officers. Very different. And uh, these two are not... Friendly. Friendly. Each other. Fans of each other. each other. And they are just Don't like... Sniping back. <laughs> and it's a tennis match because they're on other sides yeah. of, of the family <laughs> and they're literally looking one direction... And then the other, and back and forth. Oh God! So, <laughs> yeah. So, I think there's even a comment at one point where it's like, "Why did we have to move between two of them?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she had a good excuse for the house, though. <laughs> well, it's safe. You know, it's going to be a safe neighborhood. Yeah, that's it. Well, unfortunately, the sheriff's deputy becomes immediately suspicious of them. Well, that's because uh, suspicious things start happening when. You find your wife in the bathroom where she has vomited over every conceivable service, 
and she doesn't have a pulse, mm. and she may have thrown up an, an organ. No one is exactly <laughs> sure what it is that came out of her. It's about the size of, um, well, it's bigger than a plum. Uh, and yeah, I'd say like maybe a tennis a ball size. Maybe tennis ball. Yeah, a little flat and kind of, kind of. Maybe yeah, that gallbladder. Yeah. yeah. Gall so bladder. generally speaking, it's one of those things that you look at and think probably is meant to be on the inside. Yes. But she feels better now. She everything's fine, and she goes. Home because on their way to show this house, uh, she goes by work, and she meet, where she meets um, the Nathan Fillion, the Nathan character. Fillion character, Gary West, and he is clearly like, "Hi there, I'm Gary," <laughs> and you think, "Wow, Nathan Fillion does slimy really, really well." Yeah. Yes. But um, they, they take her home. And, oh, no, no, sorry, they take her to the doctor. They right. take her to the emergency room. And, but they can't get in to see anybody, so they leave. And, and then she goes home and eats a bunch of raw meat. And, and Joel, which is, which is Timothy Elephant's character, is all like, what's going on? And, <laughs> and the, the daughter is like, you know, yeah, like trying to figure it out. Oh, like, <laughs> you can't hear her pulse. Yeah. She goes, honey, I, yeah. Can't, I can't hear my heart. And he goes and he leans in. And then yeah. thus, thus Joel begins... His odyssey to go to a store <laughs> where the best, um, oh, do we even have her name on here? I don't even think we're, it's your name listed on the credits. I have to look her up. Uh, the actress who plays the girl at the, uh, the store. Uh-huh. So he goes in and she's like, he's staring at these, this rack <laughs> of stethoscopes. And she's like, comes around the corner and she's like, my manager says you're staring at the stethoscopes for a long time. <laughs> and he's like, um, what's the difference between the dual action version of dual the single-headed? Dual headed and single-headed. Single she's like, one has... One has two, two heads and one has one. And he goes, so that would be <laughs> twice as many. Uh, and then he'll go back to her later, go back to the store later to get a toaster. Toaster oven. My, my... Manager says you're staring at the toaster. I was like, oh. It's you. It's you. Yeah. <laughs> and he starts talking about how he turns you have to break loose and actually just dance. And she's like, you're actually a really good dancer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And you said you wanted to see a whole show better. I want to see two of them standing in this store. Well, I guess, yeah. Just Well, I'm sure that... I'm sure that's how the show Superstore came to be. Somebody just, like, decided, like, all these, like, let's just compile. Ramona Young, yeah. Who, how, how many episodes is she in, does it say? Uh, she's in a, quite a few. Excellent. Sorry, spoiler. <laughs> I've seen the whole thing. That's yeah. okay. That's all right. I'm, I'm very happy to hear that because she was. So, anyway, then they call, then then Abby to, suggests they go over next door to Eric's. Mm-hmm. To decide to to so he can kind of do, run some tests and he's the one who decides that she's a zombie. Well, it's hard to tell because the different the definition of zombie yeah is so vague and fuzzy if you think about it. Right. And I what, would just say general undead. She yeah. is an, an un unliving, un unliving thing. But the best part about all of this, and really the best part about this entire show, is the deadpan nature, which everybody is dealing with. There's people are not freaking out. Because mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're trying to really get a grasp on things. And it's really hard to get a grasp on things if you are freaking out. Yes. So yeah. there's a whole lot of, whoa, wait, did you just... Hang on, did that just... Wait, what? What? <laughs> they almost accept it, too, as it continues on. Like, oh, this is natural. 
Okay. Oh no, they're very aware that it's not natural. That's <laughs> they know, but, but at the same yes, time, they I don't think, blink. Yeah, the best yeah. part, I, the, my favorite part about it so far is Joel's just like, he's absolutely having a nervous breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> she feels great. Great. <laughs> Sheila feels great. But, but. And Joel, Joel gets to say lines like, I just put a person in a freezer. <laughs> Bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> I just stopped the body. So in the first episode, uh, she eats Nathan Fillion. Because Nathan Fillion's uh, character slammed himself all over her. At a bar. At a bar. And, and she said no. She didn't want to have sex with him. And there's a great scene where Timothy Oliphant, who for, if you watch Deadwood or any of the shows where he's the tough guy, and he's up against Nathan Fillion in here, and if you watch most things with Nathan Fillion, he almost never actually plays the tough guy. Right. Mm. He just plays the charismatic and know, uh Bohunk. It's a great scene between two people who are like, you know, Nathan Fillion's like, I'm going to beat you up. And, and Timothy's like, you uh, probably, uh, probably, yeah, probably, yeah. probably you didn't. I, well, I don't want to have this fight. I don't want to get in a fight with you. You mean you lose a fight? No, just get, I just want to get a fight. You yeah. are frustrating me. <laughs> and I'm going to go home. I'm going to call this a draw and I'm leaving. Yeah. And so um, the next day he shows up at their house and finds Sheila in the backyard. And he's like, ah, we can go and have some fun right now. Or I'm going to tell your husband that we had, we had sex all night in my car. It's <laughs> the best line. She's like, oh, your inability to take no for answer is really turning me on. <laughs> And then she eats him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, craziest foreplay ever. <laughs> she, bites, she bites his fingers off, and he's looking at her like, what? <laughs> you, you ate my fingers? She's like, I don't hate your fingers. <laughs> he goes, no, you ate my fingers. And he's like, blood is free. And he's like passing out from blood loss and shock. And then, of course, uh, Joel comes home. Yes. And he walks around the corner, and, well, Sheila... Is eating. It's elbow deep. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they use the same like barbecue and and Cairo syrup kind of thing that they use on the walking. Oh, you got to really good. Yeah. It looked. <laughs> it was not not as an appetizing as in like the body and everything looked very right. Yes, you know. So anyway. They go and they bury him in the in the uh, <laughs> desert. <laughs> okay, so again, the level of humor this show involves. The biggest issue, I mean, obviously the big issue is they have got a body that they are looking to dispose of in the desert. Nobody forgets this for a second. But the argument they are having <laughs> is over the lid to the container that they've got the body in because Sheila couldn't find the lid. Right. And now the liquids are sloshing, and Joel is really unhappy that she couldn't find the lid. If you just looked a little bit longer. And... <laughs> She's like, I'll go home and look for it. And then they see the lights of a car, and they spill the container, and now they got Gary all over the desert. Yes. And Gary juices, and it's bad. And it's all it is is Abby and Eric following the GPS <laughs> app on, on their phones to find out what's going on. So they help clean everything up, and Eric gives them some uh, tips some tips on how to do that, and like he even gives them some, like, spray this on your lawn, we'll get oh, rid God, of the, yes. the blood. <laughs> how and... do you know how to do this? Well, uh, my stepdad's a, a county sheriff, and I really like the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, side note. Yes. Side note. Um, they have, they try, they dressed Eric very, like, teenage boy- goofy slackery kind of you know like nerdy but 
Um, it's not hard to see that there's a little bit of a body under there. So you know how I like to when when I'm like, huh? I like oh, to you like, did the, you did do the, the image uh, searches uh -huh. for for mm -hmm. actors on the and uh, Skyler Gazondo is his name. Mm -hmm. um, he's 20 years old, so it's okay. Okay. And uh -huh. he's a surfer. Okay, sure. And it's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, like the like the the eight pack it's like oh, good. the crazy abs uh -huh. which i always find a little intimidating but uh -huh. you know it's everyone's yes. want just to look at some <laughs> pictures and be like oh okay this perfect child has a body you know wonderful body that's nice good for, good for him good for good for you skylar good for you i wish you nothing but success you better wipe that off your chin there <laughs> I have children. <laughs> They're upstairs asleep right now. Uh, so this is life for them now. They have, uh, you know, um, mom seems to be dead-ish. Maybe. Um, sort she's of. eaten the guy. And admittedly, he was kind of a jerk. He earned it. Yeah. So they, like, you know, hustle off his, you know, make it look like he skipped town. And I guess it works because nobody ever, like, although they do decide to spray the, the body be gone spray that Eric gives them, like, in the middle of the night and his stepdad notices and is like, you know. Well, his stepdad is, inher is an inherently suspicious jerk anyway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, very quickly we establish that with the whole argument with the, with the cop neighbor as well. So, but yeah, this is drawing attention to some uh, people that just don't want to have their attention drawn to them. Yeah. Excuse me. It's been a long weekend. I yawned. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> uh, the next day, the next day he like shows up in their backyard. He's like, "Why are you spraying stuff?" And and why and, are you in my backyard? Yeah, Joel. <laughs> yeah, Sheila. Sheila is no longer giving any fucks. Right, she's like, completely she's, no inhibition, no filters. Yes. And so like, like, like Joel's trying to like minimize it. Oh, it was just ants, and I was up, so I decided to spray, and, and Sheila comes out, and he's like, hi, Sheila, why were you spraying into the backyard? She's like, why are you in my fucking backyard? <laughs> <laughs> so, I think that's going to be fun. She's going to kill him. Well, they're shaping up to make him be someone who you kind of want to die. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I have, I have, I have no doubt. It's, for me, this feels a lot... In a, in a weird way, while Dexter was like an hour-long, pretty kind of serious drama series, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this feels a lot like it's got some of the same beats as Dexter. We're going to be seeing a lot of the same things happening, where like they find somebody that deserves to die, they kill them, they cover it up, we've got the guy like chasing just right behind them, and you know he's going to find out too much, and they're going to have to kill him too. Except we'll be laughing a lot harder than yes. Dexter. I didn't, did, I, there were moments that I laughed There were some funny moments in Dexter, but... <clears throat> but I, I actually, laughed a lot more. I never watched Dexter. I made it into like two or three episodes and had a really terrible nightmare about the ice truck killer chasing me and ended up being like one of the nicest people I knew in real life. And after that, I just never went back to the show. Mm. I can understand that. So basically, everything flows from there. And then we watched the second and the third episode. Right. And it's... Well, I'm not going to say it's more of the same. Uh, there's well, some the certain basics involved, but uh, it takes it into some new places because the big question is, um, what do you do now? Yeah. Because apparently after she's eaten Gary... She feels great. She feels great, but she doesn't seem to want to, or she doesn't really can't really eat any. Right. Else now that, that she's isn't... had human flesh, she can't eat. And so they try... Well, first of all, Joel tries to go 
to a virologist and see if they can figure <laughs> out what. But, but that ends up almost getting him committed. Patton Oswalt is, <laughs> is the virologist who is, um, well... Always a delight. He's a skeptical person in this and mm-hmm. actually ends up, he's like, huh, what a very interesting story. Let me call for my colleague upstairs. She's very good. And the lady comes down and she listens. Huh, that's very interesting. Why don't you come upstairs to the fifth floor? You know what annoyed me with that whole thing is that it was the city college that they were at. And so, I mean, basically you're at the community college and you're like, well, let's go upstairs. And it's like, wait a minute, where did they get like that type of... If you're at a full university, oh yeah, they could have the special people come down and help him (laughs) and all that. I'm just like... Wait a minute, this is too... No, wait, something's not right here. Oh, well, don't <laughs> but worry. Anyway, you're applying my little... Yeah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Which, not to say that we have not tried to do that before. On any, right, yeah. right. But really uh, turns out, of course, she's not a virologist. No, she's, she's a shrink. Just, <laughs> he's like... I'm going to go. <laughs> so he, like, runs out of there, and he calls calls Sheila, and she's like, how'd it go? And he says, well, they didn't believe me, and I might be being chased. <laughs> Because uh, he's still, they're still try, they are trying their best to make it be a thing that is manageable. Right. Somehow it's going to be okay. That's the whole mindset that all of them have: is that somehow it's going to be okay when it is clearly not going to be okay. Generally speaking, once you start the eating of other people, right? But it, they're willing to try because well, they, sure. they figured that it was going to be the fresh meat that they needed. Which, Because yeah. after he left the school, went because they had to go back to the house where she threw up in for the listing to see. And there was a live rooster, yeah, which was fun happen. watching her try to <laughs> catch that in the backyard. <laughs> it's a great example of one of those shots where it's a wide shot and you're basically watching the action take place in uh. the background. So you're watching her run across the lawn dressed in a plastic sheet, <laughs> jumping and not catching the rooster. It's very funny. But the rooster doesn't work. No. It has... Ha, must be human. <laughs> must be fresh. High maintenance. <laughs> and Joel's like, we really can't kill people. And they go to the morgue. Yeah, and that doesn't work. Although... Because it's expensive. It's expensive. <laughs> well, and, and of course, I think it looks suspicious like she had maybe had an embalmed foot, too. Yeah. It mm-hmm. tastes like chemicals. But, um, so that doesn't work. Although they do encounter a very creepy morgue attendant who reacts to their claim that they want the body so they can have sex with it with surprising calmness and just wishes to negotiate the price. Mm-hmm. Which makes me wonder, perhaps... If, um... This is not something he's done before? I'm, or something he has done before a lot of times. Anyway, a little too little too creepy there. But, uh, yeah, so that doesn't work. So they end up... Deciding they're going to have to kill somebody else. Right. And Joel's like, uh, we've been together since high school. Right. You know, I'm not going to give up on you now. I love so... you, honey. I'm going <laughs> to help you find people to eat. Because, right. you know, we're going to make this marriage work. Meanwhile, Abby is, is like, well... My par- my mother is an undead thing, and she killed somebody, and we I helped her bury the body in the desert. Sophomore year just doesn't do it for me anymore. <laughs> and so she's, like, skipping school. And of course, Eric's following her around like a puppy with ass. Of course. Eric and, is in love with her. Yeah. 
or at least in high school male in high lust. school love with her yeah and, and uh, they so, go to a comic book store yeah and and she reads this this uh comic called mombi it's about a mom zombie and mombi eats the dog and that really upsets her uh and so she puts the comic book store around. <laughs> <the ground. laughs> like, you got a thirty-second rule: you can only read for thirty seconds, or you have to buy the book. And she's just staring at this, getting really upset. And he's like, 30 seconds, thirty seconds. What does it matter?" He's like, "Listen, listen, Eric's Eric, Eric's friend." She's like, "Abby, whatever." <laughs> and he comes over, and she grabs him and literally knocks him off his feet mm-hmm. and slams him to the ground. And asks the very important question. You just said it. What? You just said the very important question. What does it matter? Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I did? You did. (laughs) But yeah, so... You said it with your mouth and everything. It was like the voices in my head. So then Abby and Eric skip school the next day and they run into her best friend, her BFF, uh, brunette day player number one <laughs> and they discover that her 26 year old boyfriend is breaking up with her stoner drug dealer stoner, drug dealer whatever <laughs> and so Abby and Joel or Sheila and Joel hear about this guy kind of by eavesdropping and they're like hey a, a drug dealer who deals drugs to kids who who sleeps with underage girls this is dinner because we got to find somebody. Yeah. Well, and they're looking for, what, the single young Hitler? <laughs> right, and there's a shortage of single young Hitlers out there, it turns out. Um, all we saw all need to do is wait for the election cycle. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh boy. We're a topical show. We are. <laughs> you'll, note, you'll note the general absence of politics for these discussions, except for the one they do. Um, yeah. So they call him over to have a little... A little chat. In one house. of their houses that they have listed. In a very Dexter scene. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> covered the, Everything's covered in plastic. And they're discussing, you know, being parents and, you know, family and mm-hmm. and each one's mother. Mm-hmm. There's, a, there's a lot of mother-in-law right. humor in the third episode. Yeah. <laughs> Which one will be killed first? Yeah. <laughs> they're going to eat one of them. Um, <clears throat> so while they're there and he shows up and he's giving them the... You know, showing them what they ordered. And of course, he's like, he's he's every terrible thing. Like, do you want do you want some water? No, I had a couple of beers on my way over, and you know, so like that makes Sheila Sheila's like ready, but she gets a phone call and has to has to go take care of it. And so John's up bonding with the kid, <laughs> and smoking out a little. Yeah. And the kid's explaining his life. He's like, "Well, I just had to break up with my girlfriend today. Turns out she's a sixteen-year-old. Yeah, and he, she told me she was twenty-one. I can't be doing that. And I kind of liked her. Yeah. Golly gee, Mister! <laughs> if only I hadn't started dealing drugs in high school, then my all my whole high my whole customer base is teenagers, and I feel really bad about it. But I just have no choice. And, and I, was... I see you and your like a role model for me. <laughs> and Joel's kind of like, well, here's what you have to do. You have to be the high school hero, high school football star, and date the prom queen. <laughs> and then, not do much after high school. And then be a mediocre guitarist. And then, one day wake up and be a realtor. Yeah. <laughs> well, gets a real estate license, and next thing you know, you woke up and you got yours too. And it's a good job. And it's okay. I get to make my own hours. I don't have to see my boss. <laughs> and this isn't what I wanted to do with my life. And, you know, it's a it's a 
strange. It's, oddly enough, he has someone to talk to who is not completely outside of this situation, and you know his wife's supposed to eat him. So it's yeah, it's an awkward I love conversation. The, I love the like. It gives him a bro hug and says, whispers in his ear, "You're not gonna die today." <laughs> and the guy's like, "Oh, okay, great." That's just the weed talking. Yeah. <laughs> So, <laughs> so there. When Sheila comes back, yeah. <laughs> you bonded with my dinner. <laughs> She's not happy that Joel is like rolling up the plastic, and as they're driving home, they're kind of sniping at each other. Mm-hmm. And he's he's stoned, so he's like, in and out. <laughs> She's like, I'm gonna kill you. She goes, you know, it really does bother me that. Uh, you know, you smoke the pot, and he's like, "Well, you know, it kind of bothers me that you're eating people." And guess what? They're making my thing legal. <laughs> Again, this show came out before the election, so who knows? Oh yeah, but know, still. Oh god, it is it is really funny, and it's uh, so much of it's the dialogue and the and the delivery between the two the characters. Mm-hmm. The chemistry here is really really good. Well, and I was just writing an article about the fact that it has been renewed mm-hmm. from uh, for season two, and they several different sources just keep saying the chemistry between those two. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. People, they just they work very well together. Well, and he's for Drew Barrymore has actually made a pretty good career of playing the straight man in the in the comedy stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's usually the sensible person. And not necessarily, not always, of course, but I mean, that's kind of, yeah. she's, she's had, she's got that kind of feel to her. She's the good girl next door, right? She's not the, I mean, she's had, her more crazy characters have actually been some of the dramas that she's done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to the comedies, the romantic comedies, she's often been the straight person. And by that, I mean the old comedy routine, straight man. You know, the well, she makes of, a lot of her comedies with Adam Sandler for some reason. <laughs> so. I, I think there has to be photos involved. Um, well, okay, no. Well, Fifty First Dates was good. The mm, Wedding Singer was good. I enjoyed The Wedding Singer. Mm, I admit it. The Wedding yes. Singer was very good. Fifty First Dates, although somebody wrote something about how that, like that movie is bullshit because there's no way you can get consent from somebody who loses their memory every twelve. Do hours. not stare directly <laughs> at the plot of an Adam Sandler movie. <laughs> You will go mad. Yes. I've never been kissed. She was kind of goofy in that. Yeah, but but here, she's very much the character who is getting less and less control. And uh, Timothy Oliphant is very much the character who is playing the straight man. Right. He's, the, he's reacting to all of this. And the fun part is to watch him react and say things like, I just put a guy's body in a freezer. Yeah. <laughs> and this mel- it is completely... Scratch that off the bucket list. You know, completely deadpan kind of thing. Or, or when she, like, she's eating an arm and she goes, this part right here, this is the filet mignon of the... the human body. body. <laughs> and he's like, okay. Good to know. <laughs> All right. I'll make sure I pay attention. But... It's... Because they do find somebody. They uh, they act, in the midst of this argument, uh, Joel accidentally rear-ends a guy driving a, a, a Porsche, Porsche, Porsche. And, <laughs> and he's a horrible person who um, <laughs> Sheila just basically goes, "Oh look, rah, rah! Yeah, <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> uh, completely just 
goes to lunch. But they've already bought, they've got enough storage unit mm-hmm. and they've gotten a freezer. So I think they already had the storage. Yeah, unit. they actually got the, they got the storage unit and the freezer before. But the idea is they needed a place to put the body because they feel like they wasted so much of Gary. And, and right, it was actually a very big waste of Gary. And even though they decided to say that Gary was like 180 pounds, and it's like, There's no, no he's not. Was 180 <laughs> Meanwhile, um, there's the question of the sweater. Oh. Where, uh, um, yeah. Do that day player number one, uh, Abby's best friend. What do you think of this picture? Isn't that adorable? Aren't we adorable? I am completely against this whole animal. Uh, I hate filters. Filter thing. I think I'm, it's cute. I, I refuse to like anything that has a filter on it. I, no. I think it may it may have been cute at one point, but now currently I find it to be just Look really. Look at her little face. She like, looks fine. You look like something that is not right. And, and look, I like this I'm one because it's like, it's like I'm okay, a unicorn. Okay. She is an adorable creature. Yeah. If you put like wings on her and pointed ears and a horn, or she would still be an adorable creature. You are a grown human being. <laughs> a grown, a real life grown up person. <laughs> anyway, so. I'm cutting all of this out. <laughs> I always do. Except for the times that I don't. If you're listening every now and again, you have like this weird digression. Sometimes they That's stay. That's why in. I do them because I, I think know because sometimes they end up being these things. Anyway, uh, the sweater is at the ex-boyfriend's house, the drug dealers, right. and um, he did Abby not die to... today. <laughs> Eric, <laughs> Eric did not die. He did. He did not die that day. But Abby wants the sweater back because she gave her friend the sweater. Yes. And Eric will go wherever Abby goes, and he kind of feels there was a scene earlier where she's like uh, tells him that you know. Your job is not to make me yeah, happy, happy today. And he's like, well, it kind of feels like you just fired me from that job anyway. And so they decide they're going to get the sweater back. And because Eric's dad is a sheriff's deputy, they um, they take some of his stuff, including a canister of tear gas and a gas mask. And this is a truly <laughs> slick little scene where Abby walks up to the house with the tear gas, throws Close it in. The he comes running out. He's like, my home, where's my home? What's happening? Again, it's one of those shots where this is all happening in the background. He's yeah. just like this finger running back and forth and crawling <laughs> on the ground. And her friend's like, I don't know if we, we should go. She's like, no, no. And she pulls out of her backpack. Puts on the gas mask. And she just strolls in, <laughs> grabs the sweater. What is she it. doing? <laughs> Here's your sweater. And all I could think was, don't smell it. And she looks at she looks at uh, Eric and she goes, you know what? You're right. It's not your job. But if it was, you would have gotten the job back today. And then they still want to Aww. go. And she's like, no, I want to watch this. Yeah, he's so smitten. He's so, he's doomed. I mean, yeah. he is head over heels with her. This is going to end poorly for him. Oh, <laughs> uh, it might end great. You don't it know. It might, it might. But it's... I don't know. It's, it's, this is a very fun show. I laughed really hard. Today. Yeah, it was nice. Was it's good. a good break from being like, oh, oh, gosh, Walking Dead, and then fear the Walking Dead's going to come back. But Chris is gone. Right. Dad. Dad. <laughs> I have no morals anymore, Dad. And now I'm dead. <laughs> good, good riddance to bad rubbish. Oh, God. So this is much more entertaining when it comes to the undead characters, certainly. Uh, but it's also a completely different kind of zombie, really. I mean, this is this is probably closer yeah. to your eye zombie revenant kind of 
zombie, then we were getting on The Walking Dead right. on the shows. But anyway, I was very entertained. This is a good cast. Yeah. This is a fun concept. And you've watched the whole thing? I've watched the, the whole entire thing today. Okay. <laughs> you have to behave and not and not give us too many spoilers. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're looking we're looking forward to the rest of this. This was this was lots of fun. Yeah. Yes. It was definitely it was an easy binge watch. Sometimes yeah. you get through and you're just kinda like Okay, I've watched so many, I need to stop. And by the time I was real, I'm like, oh. Oh, I've only got one more episode left. <laughs> Let's keep going. <laughs> well, and, you know, we'll watch two, like, two episodes uh, a week from now on, now that we've, we might have to do another three. Right. Yeah. But I think, it, yeah, it will be pretty easy to do, because this is a lot of fun. Again, it's the chemistry between the actors. Mm-hmm. A lot of, and the writing. The writing is actually really good. So... All right. Anyway, thanks for listening, folks. We will be back next week with more Zompocalypse Now and more Santa Clarita Diet. Hey, I said it without tripping over it, which is the first time I think ever I've actually said Santa Clarita Diet without tripping over at least one of those consonants. Um, but we'll be back next week. By the way, we, we did want to mention that we do have a sponsor this month. Right. And yes. um, we actually talked about them for the first time last week. And we have uh, talked who, about some of our other podcasts. Who is, who is the sponsor? Human Charger. That's right. Human Charger. Yeah, they are, I guess, some scientists over in Europe, uh, the Netherlands, Finland, somewhere. Finland. Because of WorldCon, mm-hmm. um, <coughs> if you want to donate for that. Anyway, um, <laughs> they have discovered, you know, the sunlight makes a person a better happier person and they have put these little led lights into earbuds that you wear for about 15 minutes and they go directly into your brain so your brain gets charged and supposed to just give you more energy make you happier and in fact jason is trying it with us yes and he actually said that he seems to be seeing some results from them we have not tried this we're not we're not going to sit there and and go and say that uh, these are things that we know but there is research apparently and people have have seemed to enjoy them if you want to try them out, you want to go and order them, you can go to humancharger.com. And if it, when you're doing a checkout, you can put in sci-fi for me as the coupon code and save 20%. Well, there you go. You know, I might have to borrow Jason's because this weekend I fell asleep in McDonald's. You Ooh. have three children. Uh, they were all on the play place and, and I fell asleep in our booth. And, and it was people can be shady. And it was not bad. I slept fine. <laughs> <laughs> the, you know. If you'd had Human Charger, no, you probably wouldn't, wouldn't have to. Anyway, yeah, folks, yeah. if you could be so kind as to check that out, humancharger.com. Uh, we really appreciate them being a sponsor of our podcasts for the month of April. That is a really cool thing, and, and we're very happy to send business in their direction. We will be back next week, and we thank you always for listening. If you found us on iTunes or podcast.com. If you could leave us a comment or, or a rating, that would be fantastic. Some podcast Share posters. us. Yeah. Share oh, us God, with yes. people. We're talking about a show that a lot of people maybe don't watch or haven't watched or watched in the summer and maybe forgot about and maybe need to revisit. So share us with your friends because you know that they love our snarky attitudes. And you know what? I think... I think sometimes it's better to share podcasts instead of like YouTube videos because these can run like 40 minutes. <laughs> and so when you share a podcast, sometimes he is just sometimes, dragging this out. I'm going to have to cut uh, like five minutes out of this show. Oh, thank you for listening, it. folks. Thank you, Dustin. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Mindy. Thank you, guys. We'll be back next week on Zompocalypse Now.
This has been a presentation of HorrorForMe.com. Copyright 2017 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media. You're listening to Horror For Me Radio. Ha, 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 ha.